0: So if you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to Hebrews chapter 11, verses 6 through 10. Hebrews 11, verses 6 through 10. This is a faith chapter. There are many, many names are mentioned here because of their faith in the Lord. And so he begins here, the writer says, but without faith. It is impossible to please him, that is God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently, seriously seek after the Lord. He tells us to seek after him. And the the psalmist said, early will I seek the Lord. Begin each day with seeking the Lord. Verse 7 says, excuse me, by faith Noah being warned of God of things not seen as of yet moved with fear prepared an ark to the saving of his house by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should after received for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, look what it says, not knowing where he went, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he traveled on, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which have foundations whose builder and maker is God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now for Brewer. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. You can do it, Father. To dissolve that clot. <clears throat> May that clot be removed and his blood begin to flow like normal. Lord, I pray that there's no no damage I pray that you'd make your presence known to Brewer. I pray for every doctor and nurse that's in attendance with him. I pray for his family. And Lord, we just ask your will to be done. And these families that have lost loved ones in these last few days, I pray that you would make your presence known to them. Those memorial services that are scheduled for this week, I pray that you would bless every pastor that will stand behind a sacred desk and share the word. Lord, I pray that you are blessed tonight. We thank you for those who have come this way, and we'll be careful to thank you and praise you, for we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. You see, oh, Abraham pioneered the way for us digging off and going to unknown, and I could... St- Stop right here and share with you about my calling, but I'm not going to do that. It's not the place and the time uh, to do that at this time. But I didn't have a clue what I was getting into when God said, I want you to preach. And I finally said, okay. All right. I had no idea where where I would end up. Uh, I had no idea that I'd be moving, giving up this and giving up that. But when I look back, I really didn't give up a thing. I've been on the Gaining end ever since. Um, it would probably stagger me to know, to know how many people know me in Oconee County. You know, so many of them I don't know. They call me by my name, uh, which is okay. Uh, that's better than being called something else. Uh, but so many of them that, you know, I don't know, but they know me. And, you know, Abraham pioneered the way for every person that will ever answer the call to follow God. Now, when we answer a call to follow God, we don't have to know where we're going. But you know how we are. We're human. Hey, I want to know where I'm going, what time I'm going to get there, and what's going to happen. Well, hey, not everybody can know that. Okay, when Lynn and I committed to go to Africa for four months, no way. We had a clue. Of what we would be facing, we just knew that it was time to commit to that kind of trip, and for that length of time, and so therefore, you know, we we tried to follow the Lord in what He wanted, and you know, He blessed. Uh, faith is a is a a tough thing. He says, uh, "Faith without faith is impossible to please God." Talking about waiting on the Lord, listen to me. I, I don't like to wait, okay? I want things to happen, boom, 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 and let's move on with it. Waiting, to me, is harder than working. I mean, you know, I've had people say, I'll meet you at the job site at such and such a time, okay? I'll show up there, I know what I'm gonna be doing, I got my tools with me, and I sit there, and I wait, and I wait, and I'm looking, at there's a mortar, there's a sand, there's a footings. I know what to do, but I better wait on the one who's supposed to guide me. But I'd rather be already, you know, knocking it out Get it done early. Let's move on with it. I'm the same way as our pastor a church, you know. Hey, if something's supposed to happen and, and do it, let's do it. You know, we've tied up, no terror, how many? Listen, and I've been a part of these things. We have tied up more of God's time in a committee than if we'd have just went on and said, Okay, we're gonna take it to the church, God, if whatever you want, let it show up in the vote and let it make it happen. Hello? You love committees? don't sound like you you love committees. You're not saying a whole lot. Well, I appreciate uh, Linda and Mishila playing looking for a city. I'd love to acquire. Have we sang that since I've been here? No, we ain't singing. I didn't think so. (laughs) Hey, I love that song. I love that sermon where it says he he was looking for a city whose foundations were made by God. That foundational stand. That foundation will be there when everything else is gone. You you think about the church. He said, upon this rock, the rock of Jesus, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not come against it. It'll not destroy it. It'll not hinder it because it's founded on the foundation of God Almighty. Looking for a city, all right? Listen, first of all, I want you to notice it was a divine call. That's what Abraham's faith rested on, a divine call call. Listen, I didn't call me to preach. My grandmother, the only grandparent that I ever had or knew, she didn't call me to preach, although she prayed at one of her grandboys and she had many. I done lost count how many grand young'uns that she had, but she prayed that one of them would surrender to preach the word because she had a brother uh, that was a pastor And so she prayed, but my grandmother didn't call me to preach. My grandmother never, ever out of her mouth told me, I'm praying for one of you grandsons to preach. But my grandmother set an example, 92 years old before she left this world. And up to 91 and a half maybe, she took care of herself. Raked her own yards, went to church regularly, prayed for her grand youngins. And at 92, she left this world. She lived long enough to see Lynn and I get married. My daddy and my mama, they didn't call me to preach. Although after I surrendered, they told me, said, when you were a baby, we dedicated you to the Lord. And my daddy says, and my mother prayed that one of her grandsons would become a preacher. I can't wait to see her again. But it was a divine call then. It's still, God's in a divine calling business. The problem is you and me, we don't want to give in. We don't want to surrender. I've heard parents, out of their own mouth, I've heard say, I hope God don't call my son or daughter to be a missionary and send her to Africa. Well, what you're doing, you're hindering God's will. That's one thing, hey, well, yeah, you would miss them because you love them. But if God comes, it's a divine call. And you can't change that. You, you may alter it, but it's not going to help. The word divine means sacred. It means godly. Listen, I'm thankful that I, I'm not man called or mama called, okay? I mean, I was almost 30 years old before I gave in. Somebody said, you got a late start. Well, that's okay. I did get off the runway, you know. I'm not still taxing around wondering which way to go. I mean, I'm off the runway and I'm going because I know that it was a divine call. You see, it, it, the, uh, Abraham's ears, was, it was important to hear the word. Abraham's heart, it was important to receive the word. It's one thing to hear, but it's something else to receive. So this divine call, that's what it entailed, is him hearing And heating, okay? Um, What about um, Abraham and Isaac? Have I got that right? Help me out quickly. Hello? Thank you. Had a cog loose. What if he had not been tuned in to God? What if he had not been listening? Listen, he was in the right place at the right time, ready to sacrifice his son, right? Here we go. As, as it was right in the split second. I mean, hey, the knife is drawn. Everything is set to take his own son's life. And God just said, "Hold, oh, stop. What if he hadn't have been listening? It's important that we listen and be at the right place at the right time with the right folk. A divine call. Well, when you think about uh, Abraham looking for this city, you know, it was not only a divine call, but it was also a divine promise. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance. Didn't say, he didn't say nothing about the inheritance, but you got to be there, okay? Here again, it depends on being at the right place. For an inheritance. The next word says, obey. We sing a song. Trust and obey, for there is no other way. If you're going to see Jesus, obey. And he went out, not knowing where he Some of my family said, are you crazy? I said, I probably am. Are you sure about this move you're fixing to make? Yes, I'm sure. And I'm kind if I tell you something, that's it. I'm gonna do it or I'm gonna bust trying. It was a, a divine call. It was divine guidance you know, it's amazing uh, the part that Lynn played after I surrendered to preach. She says, Now you need to go to school. She knew I hated school. I said, I don't want to go. <laughs> well, a week or two passed back there in Pierstown, the Beaver Dam uh, Association, in those days, our Saluda uh, Association. She always looked at the courier. She said, Hey, They're having seminary extension classes right over here at Beaver Down Baptist Church. You need to go. I said, I don't know about about that. I don't know nobody over there. Well, she won. I went. And I met some seasoned preachers. Been in it a long time. And they found out I'd surrendered to preach. That's what I was doing there. They said, uh, you need to apply it. Here at this school, this school takes people your age, okay? Well, you may have heard this before, so I'll tell it quickly. I, reply, I applied at, at Anderson, um, uh, Fruitland, and somewhere in North Carolina. What's that seminary school? Come on. Who? Whatever it was, I said, Lord, I'm going to send out three letters. Now, whichever school can take me the quickest, I swear I'll go. Got a letter from Anderson. They said, our, our semester's already started. You'll have to wait to the next one. And this other school, Lord help me. I don't remember where it was. But anyhow, said, our session will be over in three weeks or whatever. You can come and start then. Fruitland said, hey, our session starts Monday. You be here. I was there. Started on Tuesday, excuse me. No, no Monday class. Started on Tuesday. Well, hey, I hadn't been up there a week. This old boy stood up in chapels. He said, anybody from Anderson County here? I said, well, I raised my hand. I know what he wanted. I raised my hand. He said, i to talk to you after service. Okay. Marion King, he was out of Anderson, South Carolina, drove a big old Cadillac. He said, where do you live, boy? And I told him, I said, right where 81 and 85 cross, he said, I come right through there going to Fruitland every every day. Be happy for you to ride with me. Help me with gas. I said, Hey, that's on. I got up at 4 o'clock in the morning, drove down there and waited on him to come, get in the car. We drove through Greenville, picked up another old boy, and up the road to Fruitman. Back that afternoon, saying that took four days a week for a whole year. And I thought, "Well, I don't know where I can take all this or not. Because Marion graduated. So, long story short, at divine call, led to a divine guidance of an old boy at Fruitland who pastored Bear Waller Baptist Church. He said, Kenny, I want to talk to you. Long story short again, he said, I want you to come and stay on campus all week long because I need somebody on our maintenance crew. He said, now we work on it. We fix everything and anything. I said, good. That paid for my room and my board. All I had to do was buy my books. And so I stayed that second year. I mean, talking about, I mean, I can go back and talk about people that led me and coached me and helped me along the way. I mean, it's just amazing. Abraham, who did he have? He had God Almighty and the Holy Spirit of God, so he he was a divine call. There was no question about it. That's the reason the Bible talks about he lived in tents. You know why? Because when God spoke, he needed to be ready to go. You know, what What if God tonight said, okay, I want you to move from Westminster, South Carolina out to South Dakota, Huron, South Dakota, and I need you to be ready to leave in three days. Oh, I can't do that, God. I got all, hey, he lived in a tent so he could just knock the props out, fold her up, and he's on the road again. So, it, you know, it's a, it's a divine call. It's a divine guidance. But last of all, I want, you to, I want you to think about this as we think about uh, this thing called divine. Uh, when, when I look at it and I think about it, um, it's how about the divine promise? A divine promise. What did he say? Well, by faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him, of the same promise only if you obey. Again that song, trust and obey. There is no other way for God to bless you. Hey, trust and obey. The divine promise is important, just as important as it is for the listening for the divine call and the divine guidance and this this promise led him. You see by faith um, I like to take words. If it's not too hard, a man told my one of my preaching teachers. Fruit said, "If it's if it's hard, don't do it because it probably is not going to work anyway." But to take a word and stack it up, acrostic—is that what I'm trying to say? And let each letter stand for something. Faith. What do you think? Forsaking all, I take him. That's what uh, Abraham did. He forsook the whole crowd and left, following God because he knew that God had called him. He knew that it was a, a divine guidance, and he trusted in God to come through with the promise. And thinking about all of this, you know, I think what a deal that must have been! Deal, I think of a, a devoted deal. You know, he was he was devoted to the deal. It was a deal from God. He was it was a, <clears throat> excuse me an eternal deal. He took care of him all the way. It was an awesome deal, too. Let me tell you, outside of that, knowing it was from God, it was a loving deal. I love it when God puts things together and just simply makes it happen. You see, we as God's pilgrims, uh, we need to be obedient with our feet. After we get the call, we need to make it happen. You know, you don't have to get approval of anybody. When God speaks, I do not need a second opinion. I don't have to ask anybody, well, what do you think I ought to do? Hey, they don't have a clue. They may say, well, I've been praying for you. I didn't know how to pray, but, but I've been praying for you. An old boy that I was very close to before I surrendered to preach, the morning I surrendered, when he come through the line, people coming through thanking me and saying, I love you. We're going to be praying for you. He said, I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know when, and I'm thinking, "Hey, God, been speaking to him. I'm sure he'd been praying for me." Um, if listen, if we're not moving forward, then we're moving backward. I want to share two portions of scripture uh, right now. Cassie's going to put uh, Revelation twenty-one one through five. Revelation twenty-one uh, one through five. Notice what he says. John, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God, says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven, and the first earth was passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven say, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and we will dwell with him, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And he. That is, God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall be any more pain, for all these things that we know about like this is going to be passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these things are true and faithful. The last chapter in the book of Revelation, chapter uh, 22 uh, verse 20 says, he who testified these things saith, surely I come quickly. And John says, amen, even so. Come, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, come now if you want to. help I mean, John was dying. He was suffering. So he was ready. Just now, if you want to. When I think about prayers that people have prayed through the years, you know, somebody probably made a lot of money off of Jabez's prayer book. I don't know if you've ever read that book, but it's a, it's a real good book. And it's, it's three little simple things in there. Jabez said, Lord, I, was, I just want you to bless me. You know what came out of that? A divine call. Then he says, Lord, I, I wish you would just enlarge my territory. You know what came out of that? A divine promise. He did. Then he says, I want you to keep me from all evil. What came out of that? Divine guidance. That is amazing. you look at from Abraham to Jabez, one little verse. Somebody said, it well, must not have been much to him. Well, he made the book. You know, he made the book with that prayer, just a simple prayer. Bless me, enlarge my territory, keep me from evil. That's not a bad prayer to pray over our youngins. And our grand young'uns, our loved ones, to pray that prayer. I praise God for the call, for the guidance, for the promise. God is so good. Don't underestimate him. He's big enough to hold this world in together, yet small enough to live in our heart. Father, thank you for the evening. Thank you for this time to come and to share with our people, and I thank you for every home that's represented in this room. I pray that you'd bless, and I pray that your will be done. I pray that you'd bless now in our, our, our business meeting, Lord, that you'd just um, supply every need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus, because you said you would, I'm counting on you. And I pray for all, again, these families that are hurting tonight, the loss of loved ones, those who are facing surgeries. And Lord, we do pray for Kathy Wilbanks as she'll be having surgery tomorrow. Lord, I pray that you'd be with her in a special way. I pray for the doctor and nurses that you'd guide their hand as they operate on her. I pray for recovery time. I pray for strength, encouragement along the way. For we ask this in Jesus' name, amen.